Welcome back to We Are Live. Chris Denman, Travis Sorrell, live at the Mid Coast Media Studio in Grand Center here in St. Louis, Missouri. If you haven't seen, heard, or know what we do, what we've been working on since we uh, pieced out from uh, AM radio, which was uh, glorious, glamorous, and uh, amazing. Made us wealthy uh, beyond, our, <laughs> beyond anything we can imagine. That's right. Check out Mid Coast dot media see what we've been up to and uh, all the great people that we get to work with that help make this possible another uh, group that made this possible tech electronics south city st louis thank you for all the great equipment in the uh, studio that we're broadcasting on we've worked with them to build this out and can't thank them enough for all their expertise and help in studio travis oh, we yes. have a very special guest this is his uh, 27th time a, on the show the brother of the show he certainly is doyle murphy from the riverfront times good to see you man how are you great Good to see you guys. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice to have uh, another guy taller than Travis in the studio. The uh, his anxiety's through the roof right now. He's getting upset. <laughs> He's jealous, and uh, quite frankly, I'm here for it. Uh, well, it's also because Doyle is talented, and so we he like is that. So very it's talented to have him in. writer and reporter. Doyle again for the Riverfront Times. How would we describe the Riverfront Times? It's the you have what I would call the mainstream or largest paper would be the St. Louis Post Dispatch here in town. What do we describe the Riverfront Times as in regards to, I almost say that they cover more counterculture, more arts, more fun stuff, I guess. Doyle gets to cover some of the craziest stories you've ever heard. We had him on a long time ago to talk about the uh, pizza dojo, that that ended up quite uh, negative. You travel around rural Missouri, seeing what's happening there, and it's these wild stories that I feel like in five years the Cohen brothers are going to take all your writings no, no and and put them into some form of a Netflix series or something. So I don't know. How do we describe the Riverfront Times? I mean, like industry-wise, you call it like a jump up on the mic, get up there. There you go. There it is. Uh, yeah. So in newspapers, we don't do a lot of radio, so these, these <laughs> microphones play, play fools. Um, but, uh, yeah, you call it like an alt-weekly, and it's, it really is just kind of like a great mix. It of is. Like, like, I mean, we've probably written like 3,000 stories mocking the trolley uh, <laughs> <laughs> at any level that we can. Um, but then, like, I get to go do, like, you know, a 6,000-word, like, deep dive story on kind of whatever I want. It's, you know, it's, Which has to be super nice in today's day and age with... Uh, Limited options for true journalists, too. Yeah, it's really rare. I mean, I think most places you get stuck just kind of like pumping out stuff. And we do like, you know, daily stuff, but I, I'll have, you know, time to actually like dig into something. And right. Figure, like most, a lot of my stories are like something interesting happened and I'm like, I feel like there was a lot more to that. I was like, or right. I was like, I don't really think that was the real story. Doyle's just walking around going, ah! <laughs> Travis uh, Gardner, I've been a fan of Doyle's work uh, since meeting him, having him on the show back in the day. Uh, I know one of Gardner's favorite stories, I shouldn't say favorite, it's a very terrible story, involved a tanning salon, some drugs, a kidnapping, um, can you give us some background on where we're at? Well, it's now just with outrageous. That? It's, it's just... some, it is, and it's it's a subplot of a Breaking Bad episode, probably right. Like this is, it's insanity, and you had the pleasure of covering it. Uh, can you give us some background on the on the story you covered and where we're currently sitting with it? Because I know just in the zeitgeist of St. Louis news, or even probably in the news of the weird, this has been covered some. But let's catch up with that story. All right. So this it is just like an insane story that was. Like the more it was one of those like the more you found out about it, you're like, 
this is just getting stranger by like every right. turn of it. Um, so it started with like there is you know kind of this big businessman around St. Louis. Like have you ever seen like Massage Lux or Tanton Co or any of these places? Uh, started by this guy Todd Beckman, who was like you know a like legit uh, built himself up from like running like a two bed tanning salon to like this kind of like mini empire. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. It's just kind of this like wild, yeah. Uh, he was like a, you know, a pro boat bait racer for a while and stuff. And like, <laughs> like, you imagine putting that on your resume? Like I professionally ra- raced boats <laughs> for a long time. What have you done with your life? Yeah. Um, but he's also, you know, selling, importing like large amounts of weed on the side, um, having them shipped to his like main headquarters at the tanning and, salon. He has like a. Oh, he had like offices like or something. Offices where yeah, yeah. run all the like the tanning salon, massage parlor business out of, out of, and like various other like you know he was trying to get into like vitamins and like right, right, right. supplements and everything, that, all that kind of stuff. So he was always on the hustle. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, really, probably didn't need to like be importing, you know, fifty to eighty pounds of weed at a time. Um, <laughs> Which, to, if, he not, would, if he would have just been patient and waited a few years, he would have been doing it legally through FedEx. I mean. Really, he was like, he probably would have been fine if they didn't get like super violent towards the end. You know, like, <laughs> the, like, you know, the, the FBI, those, like, they're not coming after you for like, I mean, it's a large amount of weed for like most people. But like, Travis is like, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Black History Month to me. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so he uh, uh, eventually, he kidnaps a guy and tortures him allegedly like this is this is where it goes right yeah it's like he has like these like young uh like 20 something drug dealers that work for him that are like you know like st louis community college guys or whatever sales associates (laughs) (laughs) come on they have linkedin profiles i remember how one of them phrased like because one of them got more into like the ripping off of other drug dealers and, uh, so there were sub businesses <laughs> in a counterculture subculture. I'm trying to remember how he fra- it was like that that he was appropriating their resources the way he phrased it in court. Oh, got it. He's like, hmm, so okay, yeah. Uh, so you know they were they were trying to make a go of it, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> just a couple of kids with a with a dream and a smile. Yeah. So one of them, like the one that's into robbing other drug dealers now, decides to rob his partners, and. Then they're like, well, I don't know, this guy stole from us, and I guess we gotta like go kidnap him and torture him until he like gives us all our stuff back. But by that time, he'd already like bought like a couple luxury cars. He's like out like living a life, uh, really like, on their money. And so they're like, by the time they get him, they're like furious. Yeah, of course. So whenever you're jumping into a story like this, and you're, I'm assuming, going to some seedy places, or at worst, talking to some seedy people. You're always pretty a calm guy. Do you ever feel like, uh, oh boy, this is gonna, uh, this will be the time I get tripped up and end up in a situation that uh, you know, you're texting people like, eh, I don't know if I'm gonna make it out of here. Safe word. Mm-hmm. There's a safe word. Yeah, yeah. You're like, hey, hey, I'm a reporter, and he's like, dude, I'm a drug dealer who rips people off. Like, do you think I'm gonna respect that? Like, come on. Yeah. It, honestly, on on like these guys, like. It was just always hard for me to like take them seriously. They're talking about like, oh, this guy, he robs drink. I'm like, why didn't they just beat this dude? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, I mean, he's not like a the guy who's robbing drug dealers is like not like a big guy. I'm like, this must have been some like kind of 
some weak drug dealers. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear? Can you hear him okay over there, Gardner? Yeah, I think so. Okay, good, good, good. I don't think he would have been in business that long. <laughs> Travis, Just would this have happened he's... in the black community? I, I, no. <laughs> I don't think it you is. have to be an actual intimidating force. Well, this is the fascinating thing about a lot of these stories that take place here in St. Louis. It's um, you, you just find out the so-called criminal element. They don't really have an extensive history of criminality, uh, but they walk around as if they do. Uh, what what uh, getting into these stories? I, I like to ask you sometimes the mindset of some of these individuals. Did you, were you able to capture any of that? This this person deciding for whatever reason to start hauling this much marijuana and decide like what 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 was their psyche like when you had an opportunity to to be up close around these situations were they receptive i feel like if you have that kind of like they're going to be like yeah i'll talk to you man i was scarface basically these guys actually like none of them talked i was like writing them letters to prison and stuff because Mm -hmm. they were all locked up by the time right uh figured all this out chipping away at it yeah and so like you can tell like like it at one time, like they were feeling like a, you know, they're like big swaggering dudes running around St. Louis and right. stuff. But like, they all got pretty nervous pretty quickly after. Like, it was kind of. I honestly don't even think that they realized that like, oh, a uh, a federal prosecutor is going to see this as kidnapping and mm. like. Right, there are real consequences to this. They were like, well, yeah, you know, it was they a just, They day. thought it was just, oh, this is just the business, and this is how it operates, not even thinking about the legal ramifications that right. were at play. Yeah, we're going to go shake this kid up, scare him, we're going to get our stuff back. But then, like, it just kind of, like, keeps snowballing on mm. them. I mean, they're like, and it's, it was like they, like, watched a movie of, like, all right, now it says we've got to like get a tarp and put it down and chain this guy to a pole. <laughs> and, like, I mean, at one point, Beckman comes in and he's like, he used to be like, he used to run. Israeli like special salon, forces right? would be so disappointed with their <laughs> it's choices. Like, uh, they're yeah. watching YouTube tutorials. We, yeah. uh, we, we yeah. I, I hate to, we're getting a couple comments. If if uh, Doyle will stay up on the mic, you'll keep people happy. Uh, no, it's okay. We uh, we got a professional organization mm-hmm. here. We're uh, doing our copycatting too. So they were basically doing their version of what they thought some badass dude would act like in this situation. That's kind of, I mean, everybody talked like the cops and everyone was kind of like, it was like, like a movie, like a bad movie, you know? And uh, it, it reminds me of, what was it? Aziz Ansari was in it where they, they strapped the bomb to the guy's head and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why we're going to get money. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? 30 minutes or less. Okay. Yeah. 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 Where it's just like kind of like bumbling things, but you cross over into that criminal world just like that. Yeah, I mean, it, in a way, it's like, it's funny because these guys, like, were so, like, inept at it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you guys could have killed this guy. I mean, like, <laughs> this right. could have been like, horrible. Pretty terrible, pretty fast. I yeah. Mean, it goes from, like, <laughs> Beckman's, like, I'm going to, he comes in because he used to be, like, a hair salon guy. And he comes in with, like, clippers and shaves this kid's hair. He has, like, 28, 26 inches long, uh, long of hair. Oh. And, and you know, <sighs> just, like, intimidate him kind of stuff. Like, we're going to send this back to our dealers in California so they know that we've got you now. And, so, and it's like, it's like, I mean, they're, like, pistol whipping this guy. One of them's got a taser, and they just keep tasing him, <laughs> oh, like, a million gosh. times. So I like, like to, not to make light of a terrible situation, but if he did that, he gave him like a nice cut and everything. He's like kind of dabbing his neck while he's doing it, like still taking care of him, but like with the threat of, of torture. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's still like, like, hey, you want to you mint after they're done and everything? I mean, I think that would make 
me happier if yeah, that were happening. like the mirror, like, can you see the back yeah. of the, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Does this sufficiently uh, emasculate you? Is this, uh, is this what we're working with here? <laughs> what would you put this as far as the stories you've had to cover over the years? Uh, it's up there with this, like, just because it got so crazy. It was right. just like, it's like, none of you decided, like, too much, guys. Like, right, was, no one decided know, to pull like, back and realize that like, hey, this, this is going to put us in jail for half our life. This could yeah. shed light on the uh, criminal things that we're doing otherwise. Just I think it a, does, and I think that's the fascinating thing about the Riverfront Times. I think they take stories that, you know, normally get glossed over mm-hmm. in, like, a 30-second segment on the television news, take a and, but dive. they take a deeper dive, and you find out about why these guys become the criminals that they are, why they decide to do half the things that they do. What's the, what's the pleasure of working at the Riverfront Times and seeing people go out and get some of these stories that other media outlets here in St. Louis would probably not touch? Oh, I mean, it, there's, like, there's very few places where you can do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like, if you want to go tell like a, like a daily newspaper, like, hey, I'm going to be kind of MIA for like a week or I'm just going to go like drive down here and see what's going on for a while. They're like, yeah, but you got like three stories to file today too. Um, (laughs) That slideshow is not going to make itself. Yeah. Um, And it just, you know, and I'm, I'm someone that came from daily newspapers. So like, I'm, I think they do like really great work and stuff, but it, you're always kind of wanting to do what I get to do now. Right. You know, so it's, it's, Amazing. Um, we've got a really good editor. Like we've got like other the other reporter on staff, Danny Wisentowski, does like some crazy stories. He's got like a great one coming up. Uh, I think this next week that's going to be really good. Right. Um, it's I don't know. It's just, to me, it's like it kind of hits like a really good sweet spot of just like serious stuff, but like just kind of off the wall. Uh, entertainment stuff, whatever, too. Do, we, what, do you think you could make this happen in any city, or is St. Louis super unique in the fact that there is quite a large population? You're fairly close to some uh, a good amount of rural areas where some goofy stuff happens, too. Is this a unique area, or could you make hay in whatever city? Like, a lot of the things that you'll cover sometimes, um, I, always want, I would rather assign them to Florida, right? Like, they're so crazy or so outlandish or so weird. I was like, no, that sounds like it happened in the Tampa area, not... Not good old Missouri and St. Louis. It is, but it's like, like Missouri man is like Florida man's cousin. Okay, but yes. gotcha. I like like but he didn't have been like employed the gumption a little longer? to like get up and move to Florida. Right, he just right, stayed right. here. <laughs> he just visits Destin every three summers. Like Florida man's like, you should come down. And like, ah, I'm good here. I'm, <laughs> I grew up here, man. Why would I leave? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, there's stuff everywhere, but like St. Louis is. Just kind of, I mean, Missouri in general is just really right. But it helps, it. right? Like, I think, like, so today we have a Board of Aldermen elections here in St. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, we haven't so, gotten into that. So you have, like, I think the unique thing about St. Louis is that there's always a cast of characters, even this throughout the state of Missouri. We saw it, of course, recently with our departed governor. And that it just... He's not dead. No, he's not dead. <laughs> that we're aware of. We just haven't Nobody's seen him in all right. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's just weird. I actually, know he's a seal, but was, that's just weird. Was sent a photo of him at uh, some kind of thing with his. Uh, I didn't want to put it out there, but he was in the Columbia, Missouri area recently. 
Oh, of it course was sent it was. to me. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. But the, the the thing about Missouri is that there are a cast of characters that look like they could be pulled from a Coen Brothers movie that I believe kind of makes some of these stories very interesting because, like for example, we can look at the Board of Aldermen race here in St. Louis, where you talk about debates that had name calling and people getting very personal about Meming. people's lives, memes and tweets and. It, you have to admit, it's a little fun covering news in St. Louis and the Missouri area in general. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a, like that newspaper that is like, there's a lot of dark humor. Uh, yes, the there it is. You know, but, uh, <laughs> but I mean, because some of it is just is like horribly sad. At the yes. And then you're like, you know, there, there are some pretty long days. But yeah, a lot of it is so just like insane, too. I mean, right. Yeah, the Alderman race, or the, the, um, the president of the board Alderman, Alderman race has just been insane too i mean it it is it's just like everybody kind of at each other and like i really don't know what's going to happen today i don't uh, think a lot of us though yeah so what we've seen recently too um so may so this is super local you talk about this uh in the area that uh, i reside in megan alia green is the uh, older woman for that she's running for board of older woman president so st louis is very fractured divided in many municipalities even by neighborhood and the wards i mean there's just there's all this tribalism in our city right. all the time and people speaking up for it. You have people from the same political party trying to kick others out for joining up with the county, all this stuff going on. So today, I don't even know if we can call it a turning point. It's just a, a bit of a show. Now, it, Megan Green represents a bunch of change, potentially, for, uh, for the city of St. Louis. And her, it's probably her and Louis Reed are the top two. Would you think, or is it is it I up mean, for Jamila? Jamila, okay, yeah, okay. I don't think so, count any of them out at this right. point. Okay, that makes sense. So you've seen this, but um, you've seen a, a police union start putting out memes about Megan Green, which in today's world can actually counteract against you. In my opinion, they were putting out some stuff saying she was mean, Megan Green, and all this stuff. Like, seemed almost just a little out of touch, maybe, uh, with that, but. That circus, I don't, it, there has to be that going on in other cities, but it feels unique, and I personally turn it in on ourselves, like, what are we doing here? What do you, what do you think of the culture? I mean, it sort of speaks to the culture currently in St. Louis, where uh, there is this tribal mentality, and there are a lot of issues that are going on that a lot of politicians are taking the time to uh, maybe divide some of the community even further. What, what are your thoughts on the culture that you have to cover here in St. Louis, and how does that make it easier on you to do your job, if it's easy at all? I mean, it is like, it's it's so divided, and it's so, like, there's so much, like, so many, like, little clicks and stuff that it's, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I kind of joke about it, but a lot of times it feels like there's, like, like 200 people in St. Louis, because it's like, oh, this guy's crossways with this guy because of this, right. and, like, and they just keep like running over each other all the time. It's not like people can like avoid, you know, avoid people or avoid running into these issues. And it's, I mean, I don't, I mean, it's, it's not good for your city necessarily. (laughs) (laughs) If I didn't like Doyle, it would be really awkward. I've seen him no fewer than 10 times in the last year in neighborhood outings, just out and about grocery shopping around the street. Like that's how St. Louis is. Like that's a good example of, Man, it's a uh, it's a small world. Yeah, it's I don't know. It does seem a lot of it seems like kind of a small town politics to right. me, but mm-hmm. just like with 
much larger budgets, much like, <laughs> like you're, you're just affecting like so many more people. And like with a stage that like people watch St. Louis, you right. know, yeah. at this point, like, you know, filmmakers and stuff, or, you know, big like uh, news agency, like, well, let's check in on St. Louis to see what's going on in like middle America. Or, you know, this is kind of touch point. Yeah. Here. I'm picking um, one of the nutty stories if I'm them. Right. It's like, look at these, yeah. look at these goons in the flyover states. Here's a question. Nationally, you have a choice to do a, we'll call it month-long expose on one of these three stories. I need you to pick one. Uh, any sort of Trump madness uh, or just controversy, we'll say that. Is that, f- that a fair one that's been happening lately? Okay. Uh, R. Kelly, Fire Festival. Which do you make the most interesting or compelling read about? I think because I uh, like the ones that like. I like feel Trump, like you'd have a heyday with the Billy McFarlane guy from Fire Festival. Yeah, I feel like there's. I watched one of those documentaries. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it like that. I say that, watch them both. I should watch them both just yeah. because the like pettiness between the the documentary makers was yeah, so uh, like funny. I kind of liked those stories as much as the <laughs> fire as the actual <laughs> Fire Festival itself. Yeah, yeah that makes I mean, sense. Uh, those are they get so nasty. They're like with each other. Like so, was, I was like, "Dad's the good." Like I like those stories. Doyle likes probably, the petty man. He probably doesn't say good things about me, but I. Yeah, I but don't know. We I need people like, these, like you to like, make it interesting. Stories, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so what are we picking? Maybe the fire festival. It was just, <laughs> you know, you've got a good tropical location. Right. The, ja Rule. Uh, ja Rule is is a. A huge plus for the, the it's very, <laughs> and it's very unlikely that your life is going to be threatened over the fire festival if you cover the other, the other two, two at some point your life probably is going to be threatened by someone now whether it be serious or not it's another story but i think if you're covering r kelly or the president at this point a lot of people will find a way to hate you more yeah like if philly mcfarland comes after me right i'm, I'm probably you're okay good. right, like, right. <laughs> plus i mean people can like people enjoy like finding the humor in that like right like some of the other ones to me aren't as funny I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> more like, scary oh, they're, than they're, they're very just, non-funny yeah. stories yeah it, those are those are tough laughs in those yeah <laughs> agree back with doyle murphy who'll bring the humor out of an r kelly sex abuse case back yeah. to you trav uh doyle we can find you online at the riverfront times What's the, uh, I, I see a very disturbing story on the Riverfront Times uh, website right now, but if we send people to Riverfront Times and they search for Doyle Murphy, what do you want them to check out now? And then what do you have coming up? Uh, so right now I'm finishing up a story um, on a homeless camp at East St. Louis. I've been spending a lot of time over there. That That's I, fascinating, actually. Uh, it's actually, it was really interesting. They're, they've finally gotten cleared out after like, three years but these guys were like really like had built this kind of like little village it was it was really pretty impressive stuff uh, really wow. did it feel safe over there or was it because in los angeles there's a massive issue with a typhus outbreak due to homeless encampments and, and disease spreading and people not being cared for and uh, there's a lot of issues with that with what you saw over there did it feel like it was sustainable like is that the story or is it more I mean, it's not sustainable in that like they were on somebody else's property and they, right. were, they sure. always kind of knew that they were going to get kicked out but i mean there were guys that were there for like over three years wow and we're like making it out there and like kind of like doing it well enough that like 
it kind of seems like a little romantic. You're like, oh, you know, I live out here off the grid and stuff. But right. And then like, you know, we get like an ice storm. You're like, no. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a hard yeah. like. Well, that's the problem. Like, that's deal. what you see where it's like, that's the argument for it's like, we haven't been doing this right, dealing with the mentally ill or people that have found themselves in situations like this because just that lifestyle, being out in the elements, you're susceptible. Like, you're going to need an ambulance twice a month, maybe. Like, not even talking about violence, sexual violence, anything else. Just the violence of the weather, of, of the injuries, of not treating, you know, just hard living, man. So it, it yeah. was, I imagine, interesting is the right word, I guess, to say. Yeah. Or, yeah, after they cleared out, so I've followed a couple guys kind of to where they go from there. Because mm -hmm. for them, there was it was really like a, a community. Like, you know, they're talking about, like, this feels like I'm leaving my family and stuff. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's kind of like you had, like, they're homeless, but, they like, for them, it's like this felt like a home, like a permanent, like they're not getting, like, kicked around from shelter to shelter right. or out right. on the streets or something. Um, they preferred this to, like, a shelter where they felt like, they're pinned in it's dangerous if they want to like drink a beer at the end of the night or something you know like not gonna like, catch hell about yeah, that you yeah. know you want to be able to like live your life the way you want to live it right mm -hmm. um and it's kind of sad that this is this is your option for doing that if you're right. in a certain certain position um but yeah it i mean it's a lot of these guys are super funny like have super like good stories they're good storytellers interesting people um so it's, I've enjoyed working on it, even if it is like, it, it is sad when you like step back and you're right. like, this, this is your best option. Yeah. Right. Man, I want, do we yet, do, are there any, I've, I've seen something recently where it's, where you supply like huts actually, where you put that out there. And then I believe in Utah, uh, which is a super conservative state, they were actually giving folks uh, super cheap housing and living and not having any standards tied to it and it actually improved things quite a bit because people take ownership, they develop routines, there's more health options, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think St. Louis should do to, or that's uh, East St. Louis, but what do you think the area should do to improve that uh, standing or, I mean, can we? It's tough because... Like, You've literally been on the ground floor of it, so... Yeah, Saint, like the city is trying more of like what they call like a housing first program where you try to get, instead of like putting people in the shelters first, you try to get them into like back into like an apartment or something mm -hmm. instead of like it used to be like all right we're gonna put you on a program and work you up until you can get to a level where you can we'll, we'll get you an apartment or something right but you know if you're like kicked out of the shelter every morning and have on the streets and you're trying to get keep your medican medications together you're trying to keep all your papers together trying to make job interviews like that's a tough thing to do if you're like it's, it's nearly impossible it, if not it impossible. feels like yeah. nearly impossible and it, for a lot of people i think it really is mm-hmm um, and that's why you have like people, you know, you talk about like building huts places. Like that's what these guys like literally did. Right. And for a lot of them, it was actually like, you know, some people were able to like kind of get their feet under them, get jobs after that. They're now like move out and like get in apartments themselves and stuff. I mean, like I said, it's not, it's a tough model. Sure. Um, but you can kind of see that like, I think people underestimate people that are on the streets and then have ended up in yeah. that position. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of capable people there. It certainly is. Doyle Murphy, you know him from the Riverfront Times. Our friend, Doyle, thank you so much for coming Thanks in for coming again, in, man. Yeah. Thanks we for having me on. Uh, I appreciate it. Absolutely. Chris Gardner, you know, we're not getting out of here without you. Yeah, I have, a, I have a few things here, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's an agenda driven individual, Doyle, so don't walk into any traps. First off, 
Is it a challenge or not a challenge at the Riverfront Times to keep the loop trolley in the news constantly? Easier than you would think. Easier? I mean, there's a lot of days where it's like either they stepped in it or just circumstances really conspired mm-hmm. against them. Like, oh, it's a snowstorm on your first day and you're not going to be able to run. Right. right. Like, that's not really your fault, but... And then... You know. Or a, a crime happens on Forest Park Parkway on their first day, mm. and there's crime scene tape, and the trolley can't get past it. Kind of a perfect storm for telling what was about I, to happen, I or think, has already happened with that. I think it is a silly, crazy thing that hopefully we can all appreciate down the line, and it's put, you know, it was kind of spearheaded by a guy who's done a, so much great things for mm-hmm. that area, in my opinion. Um, the... <laughs> I think their social media in 2019 could have used a little coaching. They were, it was really weird to see the official account being super defensive and like arguing with people in the comments. <laughs> I think that fueled the flames quite a bit. Cause even if you just had somebody that kind of, you, you either go crisis mode, we regret to, we were so sorry, please refer to uh, title three, uh, number B in our user's manual, either that, or you go, Hey, we stepped in it. What are you going to do? Trolley mm-hmm. on, you know, like you got to go yeah. with those two. You can't be like, well, Mr. So-and-so who probably lives in Barnhart, Missouri, here's how we feel about it. Like that, I think fueled the flames quite a bit. Yeah. They're, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, their their PR on it was just kind of like <laughs> <laughs> Doyle's beaten down. He's over here in homeless camps, and he can make it through that. <laughs> the publicity plan just rendered him silent. Uh, one other thing too, because I know right here in the forefront of discussion within the city and the county is the merger. So we're going to be talking about that for the next year or two. It seems. Uh, as Better Together STL laid out their plan. If you could, um, I'm trying to get a hashtag going, and you, if you guys want to use it as a headline <laughs> at the Riverfront Times, I have, actually have a little production oh, with boy. it as well, we so go. we just God kind of... St. Louis City County Merger. <laughs> Screaming bloody merger. <laughs> He's we a just... professional journalist. <laughs> so if you guys need that headline, you're oh, welcome boy. to it. Uh, I don't even need credit. Or anything like that. I just want to offer it because I appreciate it. Uh, I'll kick this you around. bring that up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sarah needs that. Uh, whatever. I'm here to help. <laughs> Doyle Murphy, Riverfront Times. Cannot say enough good things about him. Doyle, always a pleasure, sir. Thank you for coming Thank in. Thank you for coming Thanks in. for having me on, guys. It. Absolutely. Find Doyle's work at the Riverfront Times website. Support him. What's the Twitter real quick? It's at Doyle Murphy or at uh, Riverfront Times. I think. Either one. Check yeah. them out online. We'll get Doyle out here. We'll come back, finish up the show with some fair or foul, among a few other topics. Thanks, Doyle. Thanks, guys. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live. Welcome back to the show. It's We Are Live with Chris Denman, Travis Rell, Chris Gardner. Big thanks to Doyle Murphy from the Riverfront Times. I put a link in the Facebook live stream of uh, where you can find Doyle's stories online. Always support him as he's been a friend of ours for a few years now. So thank you again to Doyle Murphy from the Riverfront Times. Travis, if I may, can I remind you that we're only here because of the support of listeners and sponsors alike. Did you know that? Chris, you should continue to remind me. <laughs> this is how you oh, remind see, I'm just me. I'm hoping we can avoid all of that. 
Okay. Big project with Tani Sushi Bistro coming up. Uh, very excited about that one. And uh, huge thanks to The Scenario with Matt Whitener coming in here the other day. They did a big spot with uh, Orlando Pace, him and Daryl Frierson. And uh, that was the OG hour. You can expect more work from them. And Polite Company with Chris Sear coming up. And our friends at St. Louis Counseling Services at Mental Health Matters had a very interesting guest this week. They did indeed, Chris. They did indeed. Travis Terrell was their guest. It's a very good conversation. Very fun conversation. I with, love having those uh, conversations. With Tom and Travis. Uh, also, Tom Bannister, realtor from Circa Properties. You should work with him whenever it's time to buy a new house. It's time to get upgraded, baby, or you're selling. Contact Tom, tom.bannister at circastl.com. Text him, call him, 314-393-5386. Tom spent his whole life in St. Louis building a great background with sales, client relationships. He's a fourth-generation St. Louisan. He is here to help you for all your real estate needs. That's Tom Bannister of Circa Properties. He prides himself on his ability to listen and deliver what his clients need and make sure they're having fun along the way. He supported us for Mardi Gras at 1860s. He, he supported the Poskers. And he's uh, got a new logo that's a pretty sweet sticker. So if you see it around town or you see Tom around town, be sure to let him know that uh, you support We Are Live because you're a walnut and you support Tom mm. Bannister <laughs> while you're at it. Fair or foul topic today, choosing esports as a career, what you do. You take that topic, you email us, wall at weareliveradio.com, write a funny sentence, write a funny paragraph. You could win 10 bucks to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill as a prize. Travis, we've got a few interesting things to get to. What's on your mind? Well, we talked about it about a week ago about the winning lottery, the largest lottery in American history, uh, roughly $1.4, $1.5 billion. There was a winner in South Carolina, but the winner had not come forward. So, you know, we all began to wonder. Can you transfer that to Missouri? Ah, look, we were all question. trying to figure out, hey, man, it's going to be a new drawing. We're going to be able to get back into this. And we learned that actually the money would return to the state. The state yeah. would actually get the money back. No one would be able to receive it if it goes past the deadline. Well, fortunately, boys and girls, or in our case, unfortunately, uh, the individual has indeed come forward to claim his $1.5 billion mega million jackpot in South Carolina. The South Carolina Education Lottery Commission is pleased to announce that the winner of the $1.5 billion jackpot on October 23rd, 2018, uh, the drawing has come forward and submitted a claim for the prize Allowed by law, the winner has elected to remain anonymous and has chosen to cash option of a one-time payment of $877,784,124. This is the largest jackpot payout to a single winner in U.S. history. Um, why do you think that this person, man or woman or group, uh, decided to come forward after so long? May I? He retained Jason M. Curland, a New York lawyer who's branded himself the lottery lawyer. Oh, nice. After, after representing several high-profile winners. And uh, biggest challenge is uh, making sure the windfall does not ruin personal relationships. That's a quote from the lottery lawyer. Um, so my guess <laughs> would be... <laughs> the lottery lawyer. Yeah, that's He's pretty a smart dope. man. That's I'm the lottery dope. lawyer. That is pretty dope. Does he have TV commercials? I, I hope he does. We're going to find it if he, he does. Listen, he's already better call Saul good at marketing. Right. Jason M. Curland, might I suggest that you change your name to Larry uh, Leonard. Larry Leonard, lottery lawyer. 
lot mm -hmm. of alliteration. People appreciate that. Lottery Larry. Lottery Larry. Gardner, if you here to stay. I, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but oh, is there a way we can? No, I'm not asking for a graphic. I'm curious. Simpsonville, South Carolina. It was the KC Martin Simpsonville in South Carolina, yeah. and I'm just curious as to the population of Simpsonville because. I would imagine Simpsonville, South Carolina. Yeah. What would be the population? Because this makes sense that he would take or he or she or them would take this oh. long to come forward. 22,000. Oh, about like Farmington makes Missouri. a ton of sense. Why this person waited almost a year because good Lord, you're in a town that small. I would imagine the town was able to put two and two together probably by week's end. Maybe by the end of the I month. I haven't mm. seen Steve at Tuesday exactly. night mass. So you, you got to move all of a sudden. You try to do it quietly. And it's very. I would imagine though, if you're living in Simpsonville, someone's going to try to extort you. If yes. you have that much would you? Money. Absolutely. Would you? Shut, and actually, would you shut off the public. Um, I probably wouldn't. Well, I don't know. Would you? Re would you? Re I would rename remain anonymous. Oh, if absolutely. If it's allowed, I don't. It depends. Very some states. Very some states. I think. I don't Missouri, know what it is in Missouri. You, I think Missouri. You have to come forward. Well, then I won't take it. Interesting. Now, I believe there is a I way. I would take it. Yeah, there's a way you can do it. You can basically. Uh, and then I would get extorted by a number of people. Mm -hmm. It's very likely that you would. Some stories would be real. Some would be fake. We wouldn't know though. Because mm -mm. I'd probably just pay them out. Would you? I try and do some. some of them. You really, you think there are stories about Even you the that fake are out ones. there? I do fake ones and real ones, so you can tell which was what. Well, Chris Gardner, <laughs> letting you know, <laughs> you can railroad him whenever you want. Like a guy, I made that story up about you. Yeah, I know, but others are true. <laughs> I need to keep them confused. I'm, look, I'm, there's a part of this story though that I would, uh, I would have a lawsuit in mind. Why? Because if you went to the next paragraph of this story, it uh -huh. says the winner marvels at how every decision made that day brought the winner to the store at that very moment to make the quick pick Mega Millions lottery ticket purchase. The winner even allowed a fellow customer to make a Mega Millions lottery ticket purchase in front of the winner while in line at the store. A simple act of kindness led to an amazing outcome. So how do you feel okay, if you're that's that person? Of, that's a dope-ass story. That's so then I, if I'm that person... That's a good story. I sue the winner for an act of kindness. <laughs> Your kindness cost, cost me $1.5 billion. <laughs> no, no, no. You change it up, though, right? You say the intimidating nature in which you forced me yeah. out of my comfort I didn't want to go forward. In front of you. I it felt becomes you an going, argument of etiquette. It is. And and he, you say, I saw the look in his eye. Yeah. He, he was... He was Threatening physical violence. We're talking eight hundred and seventy-seven million right. dollars. So I go. What the hell? That? Why not try a lawsuit in that case? I eight, didn't want to go first. Eight hundred. But I felt obligated to. South City Tone wants the uh, fair foul topic tomorrow to be uh, what would uh, what stories would Guardsy make up if he won the lottery? That could be good. Yeah, you just submit a story that Gardner would make up. Yeah, I think mm. we'll do the, that. The That's state good. of South Carolina will collect sixty-one million. The store in which who sold the ticket, they will collect 50000 for selling the ticket. I $877 million. I think it makes sense that you take, so as in October, say well over seven months to ultimately make a decision on what you wanted to do. And I'm glad that someone in South Carolina was at least smart enough to find a reputable lawyer to represent them yeah, in this case. Man, they went to New York for it too. Smart yeah, play. That's just, it makes it, it makes that's just a Google search, right? 
That person in South Carolina. I'm he didn't have an extent. They didn't have an extensive knowledge of lottery lawyers. I would in New York. imagine he the, just googled lottery lawyer. I would, would hope it wasn't that simple. <laughs> it's very possible. It is. It's it is in South simple. Carolina. It is. No, I, in South Carolina, what would you do? Yeah. First of all, you'd hand your phone to your sister and be like, "Can you Google lottery lawyer?" You wouldn't even do it yourself. I'm thinking. I'm thinking the lottery people may have said there are people we have known in the past. Mm. I googled lottery lawyer. Jason Kirtland pops up. Oh, so the guy actually. Who's the lottery lawyer? He the pops, lottery lawyer. He yes. pops up. Oh, oh okay. So then lawyer. there you go. Then yeah, he absolutely Googled it. But here's the thing. He's from Simpsonville, South Carolina. What are the chances this person had Wi-Fi? You don't know anything about South Carolina. Do yeah, you? I do. I know How do people Wi-Fi. talk in South Carolina? Put some barbecue on that. And that's probably it. Is, there is no that idea. rude? Is that inaccurate? Is that the blacks and the whites? No, no the blacks are, Hello, sir. Welcome to South Carolina. No, that's how you talk to me. Yeah, Gardner calls my phone. Hello, Gardner. And when How you may talk I be to a black assistant? person? Yo, what's up, dog? Where you been, baby? Yep. That's how it goes. Man, you know how it is. No, yeah, I'm filing a lawsuit if I'm that other person. Yeah. Usually the other person actually remembers. You know it's, 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 it's a breach of etiquette. You yeah. forced me into forced going etiquette. in front. Like, what am I supposed to do? Say no because then I look like a jerk? That's what you're. You bullied me into going in front of you and cost me money. Southern mm-hmm. hospitality came back to bite you in the ass. And then we settle maybe around $10 million. <laughs> What if his? What if the response was, "Okay, you can get your ten million, but mm-hmm. we must duel for it." He pulled some arcane law out where you can duel over etiquette, because I believe there were duels over etiquette at a certain so, point. Like that is a that's so much money to the point where, like, you so can go that's quick. Double. That's double. No, uh, I, that, wait, wait, wait. How much? How much is Bryce Harper making? It's double what he's making. He more is, than double. Oh, damn near triple. No. That's over thirteen years. Damn, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Three hundred thirty for Bryce. You go up and you go. Oh, you signed with the Phillies. <laughs> I mean, that can go. That can go quick, depending on how much CGI and stuff I'm doing with National <laughs> Treasure Three. But I mean, ah, that's the beauty of it. Gardner would the, absolutely do that, and I would absolutely be the hanger on. as like, I mean, that's a dope ass scene because that was a dope yeah. ass scene. The Sorry, dinos- kids. <laughs> would the dinosaurs from Jurassic Park show up in National Treasure Three? That's mm. yeah. I would love to You'd see have aliens. He would have so oh, many crossovers. Yeah. You would have so You'd many have Oak Island. <laughs> is, oh. that your, is that your obnoxious Re- purchase? Rene- hang on, hang on. Renegade cultures are in National mm-hmm. Treasure 3. Okay, Chris? Is that, is that I'd your... I'd have John Travolta meet Nick Cage again. In a National Treasure. In National movie. Treasure. But he would be his character from... Uh, from, from Face Off. Uh, no, 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 no. He wouldn't be that. He would be his character. He would be a uh, character from uh, Tarantino, from uh, Pulp Fiction. He shows up want? with a ponytail. Is yeah. that what you want? Would you we'll make that? it happen. Jules? Just for you. It's Wait, my gift to you. what was his name? What was oh, his God, name? Please. It's my on. gift to you. Thank you. Is what's your obnoxious purchase, then, man? Gardner going National Treasure is pretty dope. I have to admit. Yeah, that's pretty great. What's your? What's your? What's your? Mm. Oh man, that's a rich man purchase. Oh gosh, I'm thinking uh, it has to be definitely a full size banner. I work out a deal with the city of St. Louis uh, with the uh, uh, what's up, baby girl face, Travis. By Jack can make it. It hangs from the arch. And it says something incriminating mm. about you oh, okay. for the rest of the, like I, I rent the space in the arch. Mm. Actually, I wouldn't even go through the city. It's a oh, national park. I work. go through that. And actually, I give sponsors the ability to change the messaging smart, on smart. it. But mostly it's to incriminate you. Or, All it or takes is a donation. Out. You just yeah, have to please. donate. Oh, no, no. I know what I would start with. Blacks for Trump. And it would have your face. Damn it. And it would just say Blacks for you Trump. You have a mega hat on? Yep. <laughs> Oh yeah, we could uh, we could Photoshop and stuff. People, why is Kanye? Up there? I mean, I would. You, there's no way I'd even crack into the first hundred million making mm. that happen. 
I'd actually make money off that because then I could get boot stores to sponsor it. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You would. It's, but that's a, that's a smart play. I think if you had this much money and you can pull those type of pranks on your friends, like that is why you have that yeah. much money. Would we just become so tricksters? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We would absolutely just become, oh, here they go. Like St. Louis Willy Wonka. Yes, yeah. yes. They're like, oh, here they go. Denman and Travis are at it again. Right. They just spray-painted Bush Stadium yeah, grass. Wait. Suck ass, Travis. Uh, and they paid for it, so we can't really be mad about it. Who paid it. for it? We paid for it. Ooh. What about uh, like we we do things? <laughs> I don't want to be sued. Where we have Elliot Davis shows up. You took my line, you man. You took my line. Mm-hmm. It was on Facebook, and I'm the one who can only use Facebook. Uh, in the on deck circle, we have the Travis Trail sponsored batter of the week for the Cardinals. Yeah. Gonna get a closer look, but uh, Al, I'm not sure. Is that Becky, Queen of Carpets? It Looks is. Looks like it. Yeah. Travis Terrell has paid off Mosellock and the crew. You want to see a bullpen Becky. cart? Oh boy. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, oh. Which would you have? Which old school St. Louis car dealership? Would you partner with to make just a? I don't a need a cart- partner. I don't need a partner. No, yeah, you yeah. need a. You need no, a local. No, I use touch. charities. Okay. I do a charity work. Then. All right. If I have that much money. I'm not trying to make money. <laughs> right. Now, does your bullpen cart come in on like a replica of the Screaming Eagle into the <laughs> into has, the stadium? I oh, you're more you're more of a boss man. I it's hear elongated you. bullpen cart, mm-hmm. especially up front. And I have Clydesdales painted on the side, so it looks like Clydesdales are pulling the cart. That is dope. See, I would go a step further to be an evil rich guy if I were you. I would actually take um, the ashes of past Clydesdales, make mm-hmm. that into a fuel, and say, ran on horsepower. Oh, boy. <laughs> Why do you... Why? 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 The bad... I can't Why? do that That's one. I'm giving energy. you Pulp Fiction and National energy. Treasure. Okay. All right. But uh, no, I'd have quite the bullpen cart design. Cardinals would do it because I'd Why pay for it. Why are you being cocky when you talk about it, too? I hear the, the, the I'm better than you in your voice. When we're talking about this, oh. I'm pretty confident. You do you feel like you're ahead of the curve? Even though this is a, a trend from the 70s, you have, you're obviously at the beginning of a wave, right? <sighs> Don't know yet. It's hard to tell. This is an organic movement. You just can't predict it. Hashtag carpon. That's the beautiful beauty of it okay mm. trav uh anything else you want to get into before we jump into fair foul we're towards the end of the show i think it's time for us to jump into the people's morning melee morning 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 yeah morning melee <laughs> i forgot we put a poll out but it's a good poll and it ties into your trap you earlier oh boy oh man oh boy oh boy ran, oh, ran out of coffee an hour ago yeah, that's it's been a bit of an uphill climb i apologize mm. Okay. You want your morning melee? Uh, let's do the morning melee, please. All right. In which of these four sports are you most interested? Your options were cornhole, esports, NASCAR, and Quidditch. I'm sure there's responsible people participating in this vote. 16% esports. Oh, idiots. 19%. They must not heard your review. They did not. Quidditch. 21%. NASCAR. I knew it. 44% cornhole. Man. Tell you what. Cornhole, folks, uh, wouldn't... Of all things that you would put together, you'd say, all right, we're going to take 50 really serious cornhole folks, and they have to fight to the death against 50 esports folks. I feel like after the booties given mm-hmm. in the review and the uh, update on the health of gamers, I think you probably, like, you're getting, like, plus 600 if you would bet on the uh, cornholers, like, 
heavy favorites for the esports guys to beat up the cornhole guys, right? It's really fascinating. I don't know why people would pass up the opportunity to make six figures to play cornhole. That's <coughs> odd. That's so. Everything about that poll is so St. Louis. Well, NASCAR coming in second place and cornhole being number one. That's everything you need to know about the St. Louis Metro. They area. haven't heard your Trevue. Which five booties were given to esports? Like, sure, you could be around incredibly attractive women. You can have a ton of money, but no, I want to throw, I want to throw bean bags into a cardboard hole. Let's do some fair foul. At this defining moment, change has come to America. People often ask me, "What's fair or foul?" Doyle actually asked me on the way in here. Is it a movement? Is it hope? I can't say for certain. No, I can't. Time will be a true test of its power. Yeah, it's but true. I can say, Fair or Foul is now and forever for the people. Gather around the radio with your loved ones and hold on to your butts. It's now time for Fair. We give it back to you. The people. Or Foul. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. It's a segment that the Riverfront Times calls an epic tribute. To the city. Mm, 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 mm. <sighs> Great topic today, tied in with the uh, Traview and our melee. Choosing esports as a career. Looks okay. like we got some great submissions. What do we Ten dollars to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Let's get it popping, Uh Let's start it off with Cankles, everybody. Oh, this should be delightful. Fair. I mean, I've been playing with my joystick since I was a preteen, so I should be a gritty veteran. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Said we were a family show. The only requirement, though, is naps between matches. Because just like Spider-Man, I can fight crime three times a day, but I need a nap in between. <laughs> Thought he was going to go with a webbing joke. Do your research. Yes. <laughs> oh, the JVL Jackal checking in. Very oh, nice to meet him yesterday. Nice. Stop by the studios. More tall white men watching our show. Hey, we got walnuts, man. Walnuts! We got a crew. We got a crew. JVL Jackal's... Uh, we're, we're wrecking shop if we get into it. And he's there. Fair. <laughs> I don't know why TT isn't already pursuing this career path. You're always inside, so there's no hawk. True. No early mornings. Okay. And they're not drug testing for weed. No, they are not. I'm pretty sure there's not a better career for him. That's <laughs> <laughs> why I'm frustrated with that vote. JVL Jackal, personal security guard and guidance counselor. <laughs> Plus, he'd be able to finally tell the truth when he says he played sports. Mm. <laughs> of, I knew it! I knew that was a setup. The JVL Jackal. Man, that was good. But I did play sports. There's a photo of it. There is, at the open. You Ninth saw grade. it. Ninth uh -huh. grade, maybe. It's about five seconds long. You saw it. Uh -huh. Foul, but only because I'm jealous. Look, people are out there making their sales calls, digging ditches pressing somebody's pants and these mfers are playing video games and making money <laughs> damn it why did i go to college okay fair can't hate the player tt's pink eye nice that's kind of a video game infused can't hate yeah. the player yeah i like that that was good fair the average salary for a starting player in the league of legends championship series obviously the nalcs of course is now over three hundred twenty thousand dollars with over 70 percent of the players performing on multi-year contracts Further reading, see, please see attached 2018 finals at the Stable Center. 32 million viewers watched the finals oh. and a photo of a filled to the brim Staple Center from this eSports. Uh, that is from our buddy Matty F. Boy, 
That just unbelievable. That, he just fed us our medicine. Yeah, he did on that one. Esports. So now we aren't allowed to say equestrian. Are we now afraid <laughs> to offend horses or horse enthusiasts? That in and of itself is foul. I mean, do you know how much money you have to pony up to participate? Ah, <laughs> oh, no. uh, yes. And if you don't have it, then you saddle yourself with debt. Ah, yes. So I have no sympathy or sensitivity for these folks. Sorry, I got so chapped about this topic. There it is. But something about this rampant PC culture has spurred me to shout myself. <laughs> is this what I think it is? Spurred me to shout myself. I think I already know who this is. Horse. Oh, cool. Uh. That was a great finish. Good day. Let me guess. I said good day. It has to be none other than Yale Hollander. Boy, that was that was talented. Man, that's good when you have a signature email. Like you're that's that's when you know you have a hot hand. Well Fair done, foul Yale. MVP. Foul. It's soul crushing even enough when I miss out on a promotion at work. I don't know what I would do if I had a life changing amount of money torn from me by by a violently teabagging twelve year old named Ghost Panda. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Call of Duty, you can kind of teabag, right? <laughs> yeah, you can. Oh, that would be crushing. Uh, finally, fair. Who was that from, by the way? Sorry, that was the black sheep. Okay. Fair. If this means I can just start streaming some crap online to four people, <laughs> slap a name on it, like, I don't know, West Side Media, <laughs> and people will give me money for it. I'm game. <laughs> Triangle Assassin. Midcoast Media. Midcoast.media. <laughs> that was good. Oh. Well, <laughs> that's so mean. Oh, so good. <laughs> but that was good. That'll do it for Fair Foul. Who is winning $10 to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill, Chris Gardner? Hmm. I'm going to go with the leadoff, man. I'm going with Kankles. Nice. Wow. I like the last email, but I'm going to go with Yale Hollander. Yale Hollander with a vote. Do I appreciated it, hearing it, from all these do folks. It, do it, do it, do it, do it. Do I'm going it, black sheep because I like the teabagging. All right, Peyton. Nope. Beth. Oh, wrong station. Beebs. Uh, Bree. Jesus. Anyone? Anyone? Rock, paper, scissors? I mean, rock, paper, scissors right. is a bad boy. I'll go. I'll yield to you two on this okay, one. Okay. Sorry, Kankles. All right. Oh, no, 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 okay. no, no, no. On three. One, two, three. What do you have, a rock or a scissor? Scissor, did you beat me? All right. Well, All right here we go. Last time on oh, three. This is embarrassing. One, two, three. Damn it. Black sheep? Black sheep ah, is one. That was a shame. <laughs> Damn it. That was a shame. Boy, that I was really right. embarrassing. Oh, Oh, oh wow. What a great show today. That was a good something. Uh, big thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We've got uh, the Midcoast Studios here. We're doing a bunch of studio tours. This is going to be filling up with uh, some great podcasts that we're proud to uh, present oh, yeah. and bring to you, everybody. So look out for those. Stay in touch with us. Let's rock this out, people. Thank you for all the support today. If you're listening uh, live on Facebook, be sure to share this. Tag somebody who might enjoy the content. If you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, wherever else, leave us a review. And thank you for tuning in. We're back tomorrow live on the live stream at 8 a.m. Thanks, everybody. Peace.